Radio Shouty. 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 Q. I cut up the station. It's about that time for Fila. Most likely he a small fry. If he was stamped by Beehive, it's one in one station only. They got the streets on fire. So please do not touch the dial. Cut with Fila go live. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Of course, you know it's your boy Behind Radio Shout in. Stepping in the building, I got an eight time legend off in this thing. Princess of Crime All. What's yeah, good with it, sis? What's up? What's up? Man, feeling good, feeling great. Now, it's Princess, first of all, appreciate you coming through this thing. Thank you. We got to start this new year off right. You know what I'm saying? I'm back on my music thing. You know what I'm saying? Come so. on, I'm here for that. I mean, I've been seeing you working your move out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. I mean, over there at 85 South, Thank pulling God. up on Parlay and Apartments. Hey. I mean, <laughs> Talk to me about working your move and letting these folks know that Princess still got something to say out here. Man, shout out to Parlay. Shout out to 85 South Show. Uh, I was, I'm nervous every interview because I'm used to performing. So yeah. it's like, sit down, be intimate, talk about your feelings. I'm like, no, I'm just hard. Let me just jump around. <laughs> But um, I'm getting into being a solo artist, yeah. and that's something that's new to me. Even though I've done the mixtapes, I did mm. PSA with Scream featuring yeah. 2 Chains and Gucci and Young yeah. Ralph and Shotty Low and Gangsta Boo, a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Um, I did uh, a project with DJ Smalls and other projects or whatever, but now it's like my first time really telling myself, okay, you're going to be a solo artist. Yeah, yeah. You're going to move like a solo artist. So it's scary because I'm so used to having four dudes and a girl to like balance the energy. And yeah. Now it's just about me and I'm, you know, like, hi, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about being a female in the game, though, mm. Princess. What was it like for y'all coming in there and really putting on for the ladies and cranking mm. that thing up? Because in the South, it really wasn't going down like it's going down now, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all kind of kicked in that <laughs> dough, especially for the A-time with that. Yeah. It's it's very different now. Um, Before, of course, we had Gangsta Bula chat. Of course, the fam. We had Rashida. Mm-hmm. Do it. That's right. <laughs> we had the brat. You know what I'm saying. We had Trina, mm-hmm. Jackie O, mm-hmm. Kaya, mm-hmm. and then it kind of stopped there. Of course, we had Foxy, Look Him. Yeah. But it was kind of like a pause, and before everybody had to come in with a male yeah. to be their vouch or whatever. And with me, I started rapping because my brother was rapping. That's right. You know what I'm saying. So everything he did, I did. Once he started doing music, I'm like, okay, I'm in a rap group too. <laughs> we brought Britain, we brought Brit- we brought Diamond in. Yeah. Her government name is <laughs> We brought Diamond in and um we just started grooving and rapping and it wasn't we never had that moment of one day we're gonna make it, one yeah. day we're gonna do this. That wasn't our aspiration for real. Mm. It was just a hobby. Mm. And I took my brother's passion as my passion uh-huh. and I'm a business person so that's right I was selling CDs at school mm-hmm. before school lunchtime you know what I'm saying and he used to get mad he like, <laughs> everybody telling me they hurt Ellenwood area they told me they hurt right about a cell phone I'm like but they like it they love it we have a fan base yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um but it was it was hard because people didn't like females for real they mm. didn't it the females weren't marketable enough um they didn't make their money back it, it they cost too much to promote 
to get them ready, yeah. the time that it takes, the videos, those were all of the excuses. Mm. And then on top of that, me being a darker female mm. from the South, I would always get the, oh, you're so cute to be dark skinned. These motherfuckers. You know, and that would be in their mind a compliment. But in my mind, it was like, okay. You know, exactly. it was an insecurity thing. Um, so getting over that was a lot. And then the industry putting a darker female against a lighter female and we mm -hmm. in the same group and mentally having to deal with that, yeah. you know, it was a lot. But I'm glad to see where music is going now. And Nikki kicked the doors down yeah. for us. Like, it, we wouldn't have been as far if it wasn't for Nikki. Being dog-skinned, though, Princess, did you still not see all of these men out here going crazy for Princess? Because that was one of the questions that I had, too. <laughs> How did you deal with being Princess out here in these streets? Because mm. it's funny what you said. The same thing you said, I talked to Big Les from uh, Rap City. She said mm. she dealt with the same thing. And I was mm. like, Les, don't you know folks were going crazy <laughs> over you out here in these streets? Same thing with Princess. So yeah. how did you deal with that bullshit coming from one angle, but then your fans drooling and falling out every time you walk <laughs> in the room. Well, we didn't have social media back then, for real, Ooh. so we didn't know who was looking, okay. one. And then, two, early on, I took on the role mentally as being the tough, no-nonsense, I-beat-your-ass chick yeah. and left the glamour <laughs> and glitz up to Diamond because... Mm -hmm. That's what she naturally is. That's mm -hmm. what gravitated me towards her because she always carried herself like, you know what I'm saying? She that chick. Yeah. Even in middle school. So when it came around to add somebody, I'm like, it's and the shout. one. Yeah. We're going to make it work. And that's what we did. My God. <laughs> what was it like being able to tour the world with your brother, though? Oh, Lord. You see what I'm saying? I mean, you it know. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> it was the beginning of an era. It was the end of an era. Um, it was good because I always had, you know, a support system. But yeah. he's the oldest in the group. Mm. He was the main producer in the group. Mm -hmm. um, but there came a time where he quit. Mm. Um, somebody laced one of his blunts. He hit a lace blunt. My God. Yeah. And um, that, it messed up his whole, like, existence for yeah. years. He was seeing stuff in the future. It was crazy. Like, he was predicting a lottery. It was crazy. <laughs> he was like, okay. Yeah. Um, but, and, and, you know, so I was still trying to keep the group together and my brother not here. I felt like Eddie and Paul yeah. not here, and I can't look to my left and see yeah. my brother. You know, so it was it was hard during that time. But you know, the show still got to go on. So, but we when your brother got caught with that blunt, though, man, as a sister, how did that impact you seeing your brother out there? It was hard. I mean, you know, we're sixteen months apart, so we yeah. damn near twins. twins. And my parents were like, hey. Go check on your brother. Go get your brother. Go yeah. do this. Go do it. And I just became like, you know, a caretaker. Mm -hmm. And then it came to a point where he didn't want any of us rapping. Oh, don't do no more shows. Oh, you need to follow Christ. Oh, you know. And he kept his Bible everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to McDonald's. Oh, those golden arches of the <laughs> Lord. You know what I'm saying? Everything was very biblical. So mm -hmm. it was like, okay, I can't even come to him with this new song. Yeah. He's going to bless me yeah. out. 
you know, um, so I started doing my own thing and still working with the boys on shows and stuff and, you know, just keeping money in our pockets and everything. And then we did the second album. Mm-hmm. And we started touring more and was like, okay, this is too much. Let's take another break. Mm. Let's just take another break. And Johnny was our manager at the time. He was like, yeah, I want to do this again. Yeah, I want to just quit at y'all's peak again. This job. We was like, yeah, we don't want to see any more money. I don't want to hear nothing about a deposit. It used to be so many shows, he would call me and just say, deposit, deposit, and hang up. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay. Bye. <sighs> yeah. Talk to me about how that money changed things, mm. though. Because, I mean, you come into it trying to make the money. Then that's thinking, you know, the money's coming in, but yeah. now you got to earn the money. And See, that's the thing. Like, for us, we all pretty much came from a stable background. Mm-hmm. Nobody was ever really struggling, struggling. So mm-hmm. when we made it, it wasn't like we had to take care of our family, yeah. our parents and stuff. Yeah. Pretty much... It was just our money going to us. We spending it. We we had too much to. I was waking up buying a bag every day, like <laughs> just because I was bored. Like okay, let me go to Linux. Mm-hmm. But we were young. We were like eighteen, nineteen with money, money. Yeah, you know. And back then, it's not even the money that's out now. Like, come on. Man, models and IG hosting need they getting bags. I was like, oh, I need to go and see what's out here because this is new money. Exactly. What was it that you loved the most about it, though, Princess? Mm. I mean, was it in the beginning stages? Was it at the peak, or was it getting off the damn roller coaster and saying, "Fuck"? <laughs> um, the beginning. Mm-hmm. The beginning was the most fun when we didn't know about album sales, mm. when we didn't know whoever wrote on this song gets this much. Yeah. You know, we when it was just 30 people in the guest bedroom of my parents' house rapping on an NEC computer mic with mm-hmm. the stocking cap over it in the closet held up by a hanger. Yeah. With no hard drive, no punching in, you got to remember your whole verse and you can't let it crackle in the mic. <laughs> so you can't have your paper in the microphone. Like we were, we were almost in a boot camp and we didn't even know it. Yeah. Like nowadays, now eight bars, 16 bars, and we used to write 16s, two, three 16s. Thanks. These people are getting away with Eights eight sixes. bars in the hook. <laughs> and I'm like, of course it's streaming a thousand times. I can listen to it five times in two minutes. Exactly. But now it's, I mean, you know, everything evolves. So you got to get with the program and evolve too. But yeah. it just took me a minute to really wrap my head around this social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm from the era of if you had something to say, you can be found and we can talk. Yeah. Face to face. Yeah. And <laughs> you can be touched. Facts. By six degrees of separation. Now yeah. you got everybody thinking they something, man. That fame though, <laughs> Princess, when you looked up and everybody knew your name, and mm. then you walking through the streets of Atlanta, and it's just going down. Mm. And we're talking about a crunk era, too, man. <laughs> what was that crunk era like mm-hmm. when the music had so much energy and the party didn't get started until y'all's song came on? Uh, well, 
Oh, you gotta rem- you gotta remember before Nugget You Buck was ain't I'm a playing GA. That's right. Knuckle up. That's right. Uh, East Side versus West Side. Come on now. Like these are songs that are will forever be embedded here. That's right. This is the reason we are here <laughs> because of those songs. Mm-hmm. Everything was an energy. It it you could feel the build up. Yeah. You didn't care about your shoes being messed up. You went to the club with brand new Air Force Ones and a spanking clean white tee <laughs> and was happy when it was brown at the end of the club yeah. cuz that's how much fun you had. Yeah. Now it's like everybody got their phones. You can't even capture the moment for real. Uh, you can't be intimate with the artist or with the fan in the artist. It's just. But when when Nugget You Buck was at its biggest, um, I never forget my dad used to always say we would go to church on Sunday. Shout mm-hmm. out to World Changers Church International. <laughs> yeah. Um, we would go to church Sunday. We would get out at 12. Mm-hmm. At 12.01 was when Larry Tinsley would get off, and 12.01, <laughs> it would be the midday shift. Yeah. Nuck If You Buck was the first song played after Larry Tinsley went <laughs> off with that, you like that? I thought you would. See y'all next week. Master of Ceremonies. Da-da-da-da. Nuck If You Buck. <laughs> Jesus is still in the room, people. That's right. <laughs> so that that was one of the times where I really felt like, oh, we might be, we might be a little bit. We might, you know, that and um, when when I knew Jay Z and Diddy knew us, mm. and Diddy wanted to bring us out for the Jay Z and Friends tour, I was like, oh, anchor, <laughs> 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 Mr. Puff Daddy himself called us. My God. So we had some good times. Um, we're blessed to have a lot of records that get sampled a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, Nuck If You Buck has gotten sampled so many times. Uh, stilettos get sampled. We we have a great catalog, and it has blessed us to where we don't have to work all the time. Thanks. But it's gotten us stagnant at the same time because mm. we already know we have this amount of money coming in every month Yeah, where I don't have to lift my finger and that's been cool, you know what I'm saying? It take care of all the bills, yeah. all the, you know what I'm saying? All the kings, wants, and needs. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, now let's get back to the grind. Let's get back to it. Because even though it's a lot of females out here, a lot of them not saying nothing. Mm. So. <laughs> Talk to me. So, I mean, it's good, but you can't eat fried chicken every day. So now, Princess, with hip-hop right now being damn near a woman's sport because the women took over mm-hmm. how do you feel about that whole changing of the guard to it being a situation to where folks might not have been so apt to hear what the women had to say beforehand and now that's just what's dominating the airways and every damn thing i like it because um females have always had a perspective and something to say and for a long time i feel like it was forced for us to like stay in the box of what we wanted to say and what we could talk about. Now it's cool to talk about being a mother and having kids and having yeah. a family and wanting to be loved and da da da. It's not all well. A lot. Some of it might be. Uh, I take your man or I do this. Or I do that. But I like that social media has given 
more platforms. Have you talked to any of these younger artists, though, mm. female artists that's come out, and how they said, Princess, you know I love you, <laughs> and I've been jamming to your song mm. ever since it came out? Um, Let me think. I always get love from Nikki. Love mm. Nikki. Um, I've met Megan. Mm. She's cool. Um, Asian doll. Mm. Me, her, and Diamond have some stuff together. Okay. Um, Amaretta, I love her. Love, love, love. I can't wait for her to like blow. Man, because Amaretta cold as hell. Scared of her, man. They scared. She the truth. She the truth. And she rapping harder than these dudes out yeah. here. And yeah. I believe it. <laughs> Talk to me about that, though, too. When you see somebody like Amaretta that is the truth and has the juice to get there, but it's just kind of facing that uphill battle to getting up through there. What do you mm -hmm. think it is that keeps her from being able to get over that threshold? And then also, how the hell, what advice do you have for her to get over it? Man, well, one, and I think she knows this because she's, she's an all-around artist. Mm -hmm. So when it's her time, it's really going to be her time. Mm -hmm. Because outside of rapping, Mm -hmm. now she's dabbling into the singing, mm -hmm. which is going to make her become more of a songwriter that's right and then she can make clothes like mm -hmm. she sews her own clothes sometimes <laughs> gotcha. and doing her hair and makeup and stuff and it's just little stuff that i watch i'm so excited about certain people to see their growth and with her some people are too real for this fake industry you know what i'm saying like everybody isn't gonna go through them hoops yeah everybody's not going to Talk about this and that and get a BBL and push up their breasts yeah. just for this moment in time where I just might be somebody. No, man. What do you think about the BBLs taking over the game? I just hope all I'm not part of a class action settlement 10, 15 years from now. My whole thing <laughs> is, and this is what I've been screaming the whole time, you know, one thing about being out of shape is that you know you're about to have a heart attack. mm if you got a BBL, you don't see that heart attack coming. And that's just all I got to say about that. Because you you're looking it. too good. <laughs> but your whole heart got a whole piece of cholesterol all off Man, in that thing, not having it. You don't know what they injecting you with. It's been too many stories where people are dying. And even the recovery process, these women... After the actual surgery, the recovery process, you can't sit down. Yeah. You can't really move. You... How did you get around having to deal with that pressure to look a certain way, princess? Mm. Other than saying, I'm naturally fine, so fuck y'all. <laughs> because we're old school. I'm old yeah. school. So yeah. we didn't have the social media to really mm. compare ourselves to so yeah. many people. The people we saw was Trina. Trina was beautiful in her own way. We saw Kim. Kim is beautiful in her own way. We saw Foxy. Foxy is beautiful in her own way. Mm. Missy, creative. You not even looking at her like that. And then when she wants you to look at her like that, you like, damn, Missy. <laughs> when the brat wants you to look at her, yeah. she know what to do. That's you know right. what I'm saying? And yeah. those are the people that I look after like, I'm going to go this route because... Mm -hmm. If I go this route, I'm going to have to always chase the next thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to always take the stairs because the elevator might shut down. I might get stuck. Mm -hmm. Let me keep as much power in my control as I can. So, And then I got people looking up to me. If everybody were to do yeah. the same thing, then who is there to be like, okay. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> to keep it real with the folks. Yeah. When it came to performing y'all songs, what shows were the ones that just mm. really <laughs> give you that memory of saying, nigga, we made it? Mm. Well, you know. Birthday bash is always number one. Of course. <laughs> birthday <laughs> like, bash is that thing. If you can't reach your own city. Come on. If your own city not excited to see you. Yeah. You know, that was big. Um, to have Solange put me and Diamond on her album and ask us to perform for her. Come on with it. Was like. Take me what? through that one, though, Princess. Take me through that <laughs> one. What? I don't. I still like God get all the glory because it was uh, Valentine's Day. Mm hmm. Her lawyer called, oh, yeah, we're from the legal. Solange wants to put you on her album, mm. but it's not a song. Huh? Okay, so y'all want me to sign off on this, and what? what is what? What is it? It was like, oh, we'll send it to you. Come to find out, it was a clip of me and Diamond waiting to get in, in Onyx, because we were too young to get in Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> so we were waiting on somebody to pull up, and we was playing in the car. Yeah. And it was like three seconds. Can I get the mic? No, you can't hold the mic. Can I get the mic? <laughs> she put that on her album. And I'm just like, so you want to pay me for this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sign off on it. We'll do da, da, da. Then a month later, her album came out. And then after that, she was about to do Coachella. And we were going to do Coachella. And that was amazing because that's on my, like, vision board to do Coachella. Ew. And then that got canceled. Um, and then she hit us Cinco de Mayo to do uh, to perform for her after the Met Gala. Yeah, yeah. And we went up to New York, little intimate spot. And she came in. She had her homegirls and stuff. And she sat Indian style and looked up at us and was saying, <laughs> "We rocking stilettos, ho." And I was like. Oh my God! We got Solange in the building. Oh Jesus! Yeah. So that was another time where I was like, "Oh yeah, we might be the shit sometimes." Come on now, <laughs> come on. We might be a little something. something. <laughs> Answer me this, princess. When the group started to split up, mm. what was that like? When everybody started saying, "You know what? It's time to go our own separate ways." Was you ready to get off that roller coaster at the time, or was it? Just something crazy that was going on with y'all. I'm ready to get off the roller coaster every time. Nope. <laughs> Damn. For real, like, I, I love my group. Mm -hmm. um, we're family. We'll always be family. Yeah. Um, when we get into it, we all get into it, and we all get emotional. Yeah. And then I'll be like, you know what? If y'all, I'm not coming back. For another two years. <laughs> for two years. Yeah, like especially me and Diamond. Me and Diamond really got it bad because we'll we'll be cool or whatever, and mm. we'll get some work done, and then I don't know. It's just like if we're around each other too long. That's like that with all of us. Yeah. If we around each other too long, we start getting irritated and stuff, and then we'll, all right, well, fine. I'll see you in another three years. <laughs> I'll see you in four. 
And then we'd be like, all right, we got to do a uh, birthday so, show. We got to do Essence Festival. What y'all want to do? They talking about this. Um, all right, let's do it. Then we get back together and we look around the room like, okay, you guys ready? Can we just be like this every day? <laughs> you guys, this is so beautiful. Do you hear the crowd? And then... Niggas start cutting up again. <laughs> something that happened. Somebody step on somebody's shoes. Yeah. Somebody did something. Somebody say something. And we be like, all right. See y'all another two years. When y'all blew up, Princess, was it everything that you thought it was going to be? Or was it mm. a little bit more wilder? It was way more wild. Um, if it wasn't for the business of music took the love of music away from me mm -hmm. for a long time because when we first started we wasn't getting paid for shows and we were getting paid but we didn't get the money Damn. um when we got signed we didn't get our signing bonus you know um of course i think it was like three hundred thousand to make the album we made it in two weeks we already had the songs recorded so i don't know where the rest of that budget went yeah you know what i'm saying so it was a lot of times where it was like, I wish we just never did it. I would have went to college. I would have been a doctor or a, or a lawyer, <laughs> you know. And then after we first quit, I was like, okay, cool. I'm only a year behind my class. I'm going to go ahead and go to Georgia State, finish yeah. out my life. And people just couldn't get Nucky if you buck out their heads. They couldn't. I was like, no, I, I got into depression because I was like, I just want to do something else. Yeah. And at that time, if you came in as something, you couldn't transition into anything else. I remember, who was it? Somebody came out with a barbecue sauce or something. Was it Bobby Brown or something? <laughs> I forgot who had a sauce first, but they was trying to act like he fell off because he had you know, a barbecue sauce. Had a barbecue sauce, and before you couldn't even do radio back yeah. then, transitioning from rap. <laughs> like I've been wanting to do radio, yeah. but it was like you had to stay a rapper. You couldn't even venture out outside of a different genre. You have to stay. No, you got to be asses every day you gotta beat people up for the rest of your life and i'm My like God. i was 15. <laughs> i don't want to fight i don't fight anymore <laughs> i'm licensed to carry i don't fight <laughs> it's with me come on now <laughs> come on <laughs> at what point did you find yourself going into that depression and how the hell did mm. you get up out of it um once I realized that I could uh, drink a bottle of 151 and Hawaiian punch <laughs> by myself <laughs> and wake up the next morning like ain't nothing happened, it was a whole problem. <laughs> like, mm. It's a lot of bottles around yeah. here. Something is not right. Okay. You know, so then I got into acting. I started taking acting classes because that's my real first passion. Um, yeah, yeah. Acting, writing, did a lot of journaling. And then um, I would go back and forth in music just for myself, not for fans, just to, for me to make something for me. Mm -hmm. um, I did a girls group, Project Girls Club, me, Chanel, D. Woods, Mika yeah, Mings, yeah. Akbar. Um, and then a couple of other projects on the side, but I was always too afraid of 
getting back out there and being too big and it being too much to control like now what do you mean it being too big because you know once you reach a certain level even putting out a song you got to do the press run you got to do the photo ops you got to do all the political stuff and then as a woman sometimes you wake up and you just don't want to do any of that you don't want to do a show you don't want to and i want to find that line where i can still handle my business and it not be so chaotic because i'm a mom now so i'm like okay what's the school schedule okay i can (laughs) i can do a show friday saturday no more sunday shows he needs to be in bed at this time yeah so having a son having a child gave me purpose Mm -hmm. before i could just wake up you know do a couple things and i'd be like okay i'm done with my day Mm -hmm. now it's like okay i have somebody who i have to live for Mm -hmm. and he's the one who told me he was like mom you gotta you need to put your wig back on and because i have locks (laughs) 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 he was like mom you need to put your wig back on and rap cause you can rap. <laughs> and he was like, don't do it for the money. Just do it cause you like to do it. And Ooh. your music is good and he's five. So for him to say it, I just started crying like, "Yeah, okay, Lord, is this my son? <laughs> okay, all right, I'm gonna get back into it. Yeah. So now I play my music when I all live it, but I, I play song for him and he will be like, oh, oh, I like that. Oh, mm-hmm. like, okay, all right. So yeah, we working on some stuff. We working on some educational stuff. Yeah, you know, he's gonna be an educational rapper. That's hard. You know what I'm saying That's we hard. gonna stay in education, get them grants. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Get all them grants. I want quiet money. Come on, man. <laughs> the fame and the fortune, and then did it get old after a while when you go mm-hmm. on places and folks is recognizing you and just want you to sing a song every five minutes or mm-hmm. you know or is it because you know some folks they just act like they eat it up every damn time they leave out you see what i'm saying i oh those people scare me (laughs) you know the people that say it's uh what is it uh all press is good press yeah Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. i'm not one of those people um fame to me is scary Mm -hmm. because we got it so young you couldn't tell us nothing. Mm. We could go anywhere, do anything, have anything, and the boys could have anybody. Mm-hmm. There was no sense of reality. Mm. And being so young with all that power, with all of these adults telling you yes, 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 that scared me. And then as a female, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, men don't even think of as harassment. Mm. Um, it was one time I went somewhere to get some wings in Atlanta. Got some wings parked next to this dude. He saw me, whatever. It wasn't even no long. <gasps> he ain't even do no. <laughs> it was just a, you know, what's up? I go in, I come back. This man go. I've always wanted to do this. Now I can do it in person. What this nigga do? He. Whip out. And juices flowed right there. And he's like, I love your music. You know, so as a female. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, like what do y'all laughing? Did you have it on you? I didn't have it on me then. I oh, I didn't. That's when I used to ride around with a twelve gauge. I was really <laughs> tripping back then. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no, seriously. Oh my God! <clears throat> I'm gonna tell this story, and I don't know if I'm gonna tell it again. I'm not gonna say fat. I'm not gonna say names, but yeah. <clears throat> it was a minor beef with an artist, male, yeah. and they felt like they could chin check or throw their weight around at an award show. Yeah, we got back to Atlanta, and um, we had to have a meeting. So we're, you know, we're in the same entity. Yeah. So I'm calling the higher ups like, hey, we need to talk. Cause up, 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 up. Okay. Well, y'all two meet here. I'm like, all right, I'm going to see you there at this time. And I used to have a toy Pomeranian, a black Pomeranian. Shout out to Imani Desiree Lewis, who is no longer with us. My God. Um, but I was so mad that day. And when I get mad. Like, I turn into Tupac. <laughs> and it ain't to keep your head up, Tupac. It's, it's, the, bone, it's the bone thugs and harmony <laughs> in Tupac. We doing this from Cleveland to L.A. Pull your strap on me, bro. You better kill me. Thug life. Baby. I'd probably be punished for hard living. And I'm blasting it the whole way. It was yeah. daytime. I'm in my truck. Windows down, 12 gauge, hanging out the car. My God. With my Pomeranian next to me. I don't know what I thought I was finna do. <laughs> Give it to his ass. And I waited at the spot and I saw a car pull up and then the car left. And that was the end of the conversation. Yeah. But they saw that 12 gauge. When that dude pulled that <laughs> fast one on you, how did that impact you and just mentally when you mm. realized that Negroes or just folks in general could be that ignorant? Um, Because, I mean, was, nobody else has to deal with this kind nobody, of stuff. Nobody has to deal with it. Women go through a lot. Um, In that moment, I was just so shocked, like, the fuck the fuck yeah and i just had to get in my car you know lock the doors and and go yeah you know but in that moment i was shaking because i'm like you do that you can follow me somewhere exactly. you could so i got on the phone called my home girl and was like hey i might be on the news you know what i'm saying yeah. you know but as a female and being in this industry before the cancel culture and mm. the Me Too movement and all of that stuff, it was a lot of stuff you just had to deal with it. And then you think back like, oh, that one, right? Oh, yeah. you know, that was a different look or yeah. a different hay or, you know what I'm saying? And you roll with the punches a lot of times. Your reality versus the regular person's reality. Mm. From that point when you was 15 and you decided to pick up that mic mm. and your reality could have been going straight with everybody else, but that thing went that way. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What has that been like for Princess in that whole journey? Mm. And do you feel what? like you ever got a chance to experience a regular reality being that y'all blew up so damn young? Mm -mm. We didn't because we were in high school. Um... 
when we started. So yeah. I remember house parties and stuff. We had that, but going to college, I wanted to go to college with my friends. Uh, um, being in a dorm, yeah, I was ready to give all of that up to have a roommate in a dorm. Mm. <laughs> like. I just want a little bit of refrigerator and like share. <laughs> and I heard you share a bathroom with like 10 other people. And you gotta wear flip flops. I wanna do that. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think everything happens for a reason, of course. Looking back at it, I feel like me and my brother definitely were meant to do something in the arts. Yeah. I was supposed to go to the Cab School of Arts in middle school. So yeah. there was something there. We just had to figure out what it was, and the first channel or medium came music. But mm -hmm. that's not to say that for the rest of my life, I'm going to be knucking and bucking and ready to fight. <laughs> because for 20 years now, my I have God. been saying that verse. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. But I've grown, and yeah. my fans have grown. That's so. True. I want to talk about getting money, losing money. What happens when you, what in the interim, um, being a mother, wanting to be a wife. What comes with that? What's the sacrifices? What do you have to change? All what did being a mama change, and how did that Ooh. impact you when the baby touched down? I thought, um, I thought my hustle was strong when I when I didn't have a son. Yeah, because I would book the show drive to the show pick up the money get the hotel room do the show cd perform most times for me and diamonds parts yeah drive back all in like 10 hours mm. you know what i'm saying yeah, to the yeah. point where my parents were like please stop doing this <laughs> you cannot live like this i went to turkey one time by myself okay hold up Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't talking about getting a turkey in Kroger. Mm -mm. You talking about overseas turkey? Overseas Istanbul. <laughs> Istanbul. Why are you I going all the way over there to Turkey by your damn self? Man. And what was that experience like? I'm telling you, it's like a little Tupac in me somewhere. Yeah. Like, shout out to Dollar Bill, my um Germany uh plug. and Europe plug. Yeah. He hit me on a Tuesday and was like, hey, uh, Flo Rida can't make his show. Mm -hmm. Can you make the show? I'm thinking, all right, it's Germany. I go over there all the time. It's like going to Alabama to me. Okay, yeah. cool. He was like, no, it's Turkey. It's about the same flight, mm -hmm. same hours for the flight. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just give me the money. We get there. I trust you. He's like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm not going to be there. My friend will be there. All right, all right. Man. It's a check. All right, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So I go to tell my parents. I'm like, hey. I got to go out of town tomorrow. They're like, all right. My dad drops me off at the airport. And he was like, you going international? Yeah, yeah, I told you I was going to Turkey. He, it still didn't dawn on him. Mm -hmm. It was Turkey. I land in Turkey. This is before Skype, before uh, Zoom and all of that. Yeah. He was like, call me when you land. I land. I didn't call. By the time I video called him, he was like, Vanilla Lewis, have you seen Taken? Do you know? I thought you said Tennessee. You didn't say Turkey. Bruh, you dropped me off at the international terminal. Like, that's real, though. He was like, no, I wasn't thinking. 
You said turkey. I'm thinking you said Tennessee. Do you know they can kidnap you and use you as a sex slave? <laughs> I was like, bro, I got to go to sound check. <laughs> I'm going to call you back in a minute. <laughs> Went to sound check. Uh, ate at this beautiful little street cart. And it was a bridge that you could see. You're, uh, you're, um, you could see Asia across the pond or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was crazy. Cool. And the bridge lit up at night. It was so beautiful. Um, the club was all white. They gave you robes and like these little house slippers and everybody just had on. I mean, you had on clothes. Then you had the robe on. Yeah. And it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I did my little hour performance and then went back to the hotel, got my stuff, showered, and I was back on the flight. Yeah. So I was in the air for longer than I was in Turkey. Crazy. My dad picks me up the next day. So that was Tuesday. Wednesday I flew out. Thursday was the show. And then Friday morning, I'm back in Atlanta. Yeah. My dad picks me up. You are not going to your house. You are going to sit in this chair and you are going to watch Taken. And you are going to watch it until you understand the severity of what. You are not a male, Vanita. You are a female. <laughs> Needless to say, after I gave birth, yeah. I saw Taken 2. I called my dad. Why did you let me go to Turkey? <laughs> do you know what they do to people in Turkey? I am a mother. Oh, my God. Why was I doing all of this? I used to go to, um, I would do the show and go right back on the road, 3 o'clock in the morning. Whew. My God. I used to get it. I remember uh, Pastor Troy used to always, because we used to always do shows and stuff together. He's yeah. like, oh, you, you going to the hotel? Nah, bro, I'm gone. Bro, it's five hours, and I'll be back in four. And he's like, P, please, please. And now that I'm a mom, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just chill in the yeah. hotel. Get some rest. Get some rest. <laughs> Man, it's been so many times. We done got pulled over late at night, yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning, because you just on the road. Yeah. So now I just chill, you know, and I see my baby in the morning. Come on now. <laughs> princess, what would grown-ass princess tell young-ass princess getting into the game? Mm. What she need to be looking out for and what was it that she needed to be doing? Mm. You are not going to make me cry. We ain't going <clears> to <throat> cry. Hi, little princess. <laughs> princess. You're so beautiful. That's right. Do you know that? You need to tell yourself that every day, okay? The life you're about to live will change lives. So take your time. Keep God first. Don't put money on nobody's books <laughs> when they get locked up, okay? And stay consistent because people really do care. I can dig that. I can dig that. Rock your hips, wave, and sip. <laughs> oh, oh, and read the contracts, baby girl. Tell your parents to read the contracts. It's okay. I feel that. The music <laughs> business side of it, the though. The music business. What was it like navigating that part of the industry versus the entertainment side of it? Oh, Lord. We, um, we didn't get half of our publishing back to 2016. Nigga, what? 
Um, the music business really showed me, even though I know who God is, but it really showed me who God is because there were times where I was just trying to get us out of contracts and mm. didn't know where to start. Swear to God. Um, and I was sitting at the kitchen table with all of our contracts, just spread out, trying to look in, look up every word that I didn't know. Yeah. And what's the difference between this contract and this blacked out contract? Mm. <laughs> and what money were we really supposed to see and all of that? And I was crying. I was like, Lord, just show me something. I'm trying to be diligent. I know your word is real. I know you love me. Show me something. And I was crying, and a teardrop landed right on the clause that My got God. us our publishing. Are you serious? That's hard. I'm trying <laughs> not the, to cry. That's the movie like, right there. That's the movie. Speaking <laughs> of which, Crime My Biopic coming very soon. Talk to me about that, and what has it been like trying to craft this thing? Um... For the longest, I was writing it by myself, uh. and I didn't even tell the group. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want nobody to, like, stop what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But now it's it's further, and now uh, it's to getting the right characters who have yeah. the right demeanors and everybody's little nuances and idiosyncrasies that makes them them. Like, yeah. yes, we're a crime mob, but... I'm the more emotional one, but I'm also the performer and the mama. Diamond is like our billboard and she's yeah. the feisty one. But she's also like, she's the youngest. So, mm. you know, she's the baby. Um, Psycho Black, who's now Money Black. He used to be the quiet one. Now he's the money one. He'll tell you about the stocks and da 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 da. Lil Jay has always been like the leader and the main producer. Mm -hmm. And now he's kind of like falling back and doing more of the money thing and stocks and everything. Yeah. And migraine, he's always been the hook writer and stuff. Mm -hmm. And now I'm coming in and doing more of the hooks and stuff. So yeah. everybody has their role. And it's just, it's going to be beautiful for it to really play out because we, we got a story. I already know. <laughs> New music, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's Soul Food Sunday. You got on that thing and snap. I knew you was going to light up. Yeah, you know you got on that thing and snap. I heard that. I said, this girl done laid it all out on this wax, man. Hey, man. Picture perfect. I could paint a perfect picture. Oh. There go that Tupac. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with no pot. Mm. Yeah, but uh, Soul Food Sunday is pretty much just going through how in the beginning everybody used to be at big mama's house cooking all the women in the family were cooking that yeah. was their role um all the kids playing spades and da, da 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 the second verse goes into okay now i'm famous i'm getting this money but home doesn't look the same mm -hmm. now my mom doesn't want to be there my parents are getting divorced and this money can't change anything mm. in life like now for me to mask my pain, let me go buy some new jewelry mm -hmm. type of thing. So that was, that's Soul Food Sunday. Um, Animal. Animal? <laughs> no, Animal was off the damn chain. Talk about it. No, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. You like Animal? Animal Snap. Thank you. Uh, for Animal, me and my engineer Cyrus, um, 
we went on YouTube and literally found every different animal sound that you hear in there. The <laughs> elephant, the zebra, yeah, the yeah. monkey, and we like mixed everything. Like, okay, the, the elephant need to come this way and then swing around to the right ear. And the monkey need to come from this way because he going ah, 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 and come that way. Mix it like like it's, it's a whole process. And that's why it takes me so long to do music because yeah. I'm literally – it's literally usually only me and the producer and the engineer. Mm -hmm. I don't do a whole lot of people. I don't like a lot of people in the creative process. Let yeah. me get my thoughts out. And then if there's anything to add, we can add. Mm -hmm. But let me get me out first. Come on now. <laughs> Being in the industry, how many times did you have to deal with these Negroes trying to pull the animal out of you? Oh, Lord. Hold on. Which animal? The Tupac animal or the, <laughs> the lover animal? <laughs> You're so crazy, princess. <laughs> what you saying now? <laughs> How did you deal with all these folks trying to pull um, the animal out of you? I really, uh, I was in a relationship a lot of times, so. Okay. I was able to not really deal with dudes. And what was that like being in a relationship in the midst of all of that attention as well? That was hard because I felt a lot of times I had to like lessen myself or dim mm. my light to make sure he still felt like the man, yeah. you know, and pretty much everybody met me as princess. Yeah. So they have to dewire one. I'm not this thing all the time yeah but when i am let me be that because yeah. that's my job so if i have to rock my hips in a leotard <laughs> and some thigh highs just know them hips finna rock <laughs> on you later but let me do this for my job yeah. and a lot of times men just you know between that and me being a strong female mm -hmm. And all of that, it takes a very secure, strong, busy man. Yeah. You have to be busy. You you can't just, if I'm ripping and running, and yes, you can be my piece, but I need you to be doing some stuff too so I can be excited. Like, oh, what you got to do? What you do? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we, I'm doing this. You're doing something. We're doing stuff. We're yeah. <laughs> we important. Okay. Mm. I'm with you. Atlanta, the Atlanta. way this city done changed, man. Oh, what is it like being a part of some of the growth in here and then also seeing what it turned into? Atlanta, it's good and it's bad. Mm -hmm. Y'all know now. If y'all just see flurries everywhere, it's y'all know. Okay? We over it. Okay? <laughs> I remember old Atlanta. Yeah. I was way too young for visions <laughs> and compound. Yeah. In Velvet Room at the time. But I got to see it. Come on now. I remember old Buckhead. Whew. Five o'clock, seven o'clock Buckhead. Yeah. I remember the living room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember I remember Big Meach. Yeah. The real <laughs> Big Meach. <laughs> I seen the I seen the helicopters. Yeah. With the money. And, um, but it's so beautiful because for so long it was just 
20 years ago, 25 years ago, the South had something to say, yeah. and we wasn't getting heard at all. Yeah. And to see it go from the South got something to say to the South saying something to y'all hear the South? <laughs> to God damn, the South trying to fuck some shit up, ain't it? <laughs> well, the South ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Well, let's sound like the South. Let's move to the South. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we so cool. Like, we've never been in no real beef as yeah. a city. We so cool. We let everybody in. Like, mm -hmm. sure, you're from Texas. Come on. You can stay in Atlanta and be somebody. <laughs> you from Florida? Come on. You from New York? Yeah. We like you, too. Come on. Come here. Trap out of our land. <laughs> <laughs> Get this black dollar. Yeah. You know, but it it just like, hey, we need to close these doors for a minute. The yeah. traffic getting crazy. But ever since, you know, JD said, welcome to Atlanta. Yeah. And the music came with it. Everybody was like, okay, everybody has an Atlanta story. Yeah. One, everybody has an Atlanta memory. Yeah. And now it's been in Atlanta sound for the last 25 years. Sometimes I feel like, man, maybe you need to go somewhere else for a mm. minute. So things can just reset and people you. can I like you, going from. you can yeah. we need to start fighting for it again yeah it's too easy it's i feel you on that you just snap with that <laughs> like we need to just shut the doors again everybody get back in line if you want to get into the music <laughs> thing let's see some get resumes <laughs> let's see some let's you know bet these saying? niggas let's bet it, it yeah. was no vetting process before social media you had to really touch yeah radio yeah. you had to really touch a promoter yeah you had to really touch your fans yeah. if you had a fight song and you performed it you was really gonna get seen about and see if you really knew how to fight yeah nowadays you can have a gimmick you can stay in the house behind a computer yeah then have a fan base and then release the products yeah and then release the music Come on. And by the time they want, they get the music, they already embedded into your lifestyle. They don't care about what you sound like. Big old facts. Before, you had to perfect your sound. You had to have stamina mm -hmm. as far as your your lung capability. Yeah. And, you know, it, had, it was Motown days. Yeah. You had to actually put in work and have rollouts. Now you can just, you know. Throw it on SoundCloud. See what, <laughs> see what, see what stick. Yeah, you know? Come on. I'm with you. It's good and bad. I'm just, I'm like the old grandma in the corner. Like, y'all little youngest back in my day. <laughs> you had to really do something around here. Come on. <laughs> I'm with you. Now it's like, no, no shade. But it's like more rappers, spouses and stuff getting on and having a voice and yeah. being seen and being booked than it is actual artists. Yeah. And I just want that to change a little bit. Like, let's get back to having real shows yeah. and saying stuff in music. Yeah, we know everybody got a fat ass. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can ride a dick. God damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can take her nigga. Cool. <laughs> but after you done rode the dick and took the nigga and got the bag, what else can you do? Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, princess. I'm with what you. What else can you do? So, 
not saying like I'm going into a neo soul rapping type of style, but God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Can you make me think about yeah. one of your lyrics? Can I you have a, a bar that pays homage to somebody that let me know that you a real student of the game? Answer me this, though, Princess. Do you feel like if somebody did rap about something other than what you was talking about, would it even be heard? Because that's what be... Mm. I'm thinking maybe it's because ain't nobody going to listen to it if you talk about something positive. Yeah, it takes longer. But then that's when you got to cultivate your own fan base. Fan base. I'm with and you. Like the Toby Nyingwe and J. Yeah. Cole when he started. And Kendrick. Kendrick yeah. and Chance. Yeah. And there are certain people where I'm they're so confident in their purpose and in their sound. I'm with you. They're not finna maneuver a lot for the world. And the world don't even know what they want for the yeah. next five minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm if you. I water down who I am and what I'm talking about because these people don't get it, let me go find this corner where these people get it because then I can sell them a T-shirt, a cup, come on, some bags, some hats, and they're going to love it because we're in it together and they understand it. That's right. That's so. right. Lastly, Princess, what do you got to tell your fans? What mm. you got coming up? And anything <laughs> you need to get off your chest, sir? <clears throat> nah. <laughs> um, to the Crime Mob fans, we love you. I love you. To Princess fans, I love you. Thank you for riding with us for 20 plus years. My God. <laughs> and we still in our early 30s. Come on. Come on. <laughs> um, everybody who still buys ringtones, who still streams the music, we still get like a million plus monthly listeners on Ooh. Spotify. Like, it's mind boggling to me, but I love it. And I thank y'all for keeping us going. Even when we don't even want it for ourselves, y'all still want it for us. And y'all tell us all the time. And we are coming with that Crime Mob 3 album, the Princess album coming soon, the Crime Mob biopic coming soon. Um, my educational stuff with my son That's coming hard. very, very soon. And my cookbook. Ooh, what you cooking, though, Princess? Man, look, listen, let me just tell you what the, what it was last week. Uh-huh. It wasn't no holidays or nothing. It was first week of the year. That's right. First day, coming out the gate. <laughs> Lobster tail crab legs. My God. Second day on them. Ooh. Lamb. Garlic potatoes. Oh, I make them myself. Hey, do you put Third. a camera with that though? You know what? Everybody that's keeps a YouTube telling me. Show right there. Every, Jill's about to do one over there uh, with the franchise boy. He got it. Jill's a gourmet. man. He'll cook her. Man, I'm I'm trying, but once I get into it being a business and a look, then I'm like, okay, I need to change this countertop and I the lighting that. and I this, and then the background needs to change. I need to do a whole remodel of this kitchen before I do it. Get Instagram. a ring light and some napkins and let's go. Man, I just overthink <laughs> everything. That is a story of my life. I overthink stuff, yeah. and that's what slows me down. So now I'm just going to start putting stuff out. So, yeah. yes, it is coming. Um, but, yeah, I cook like an old grandma every day. I ain't mad at you at all. Every day. My son has had McDonald's, well, with me, mm -hmm. he's had McDonald's once. Ooh. In his life. Then you to go. And the you only other fast food we do is Chick-fil-A. 
So. I feel that. I feel that. Uh-uh, I feel that. I, I have to have my Chick-fil-A maybe once every two weeks, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> I wish you. How can he folk contact you though, Princess? Oh, um, princessempire.com is the website where you can get the Crime Mob merch, my smoke kit, which is the blunt holder. That was a slick-ass blunt holder. Where the hell you find that, Princess? I was like, man, I'm finna be on an 85 South show. I need something to fuck him up. <laughs> what can I do? I need to fuck him up. What can I do? Come on. Are they gonna smoke? I need something for the ladies. <laughs> blunt ring. <laughs> that was yes. hard. That was hard. The only thing is I should have had this site ready for Ooh. when it dropped. My God. I'm like, damn, I done missed a million dollars <laughs> in blunt ring sales. Damn it. That's why you got to always be ready. <laughs> I'm with you, princess. Always be ready. So, yeah, the smoke kits, the, uh, the rolling trays, the lighters, blunt rings. It would be some blunt holders for men as well. Come so on don't now. Have to, you know, while you playing the video games. Oh, mm-hmm. that's hard. You know, I grew up as a video yeah. game person. My daddy been playing um, every video game since 89. So. <laughs> I'm with you. All of the Maddens. I still got uh, the Michael Jackson game on Sega Genesis. <laughs> New NFTs coming, bitches. Come on now. <laughs> We getting that money. I'm with you. Crime Op NFT is coming very, very soon. It's an exclusive capsule collection. It'll be our 20-year anniversary collection. I'm loving it. Princess, give me some of that. Thank you for coming through this thing, sis. Mm-hmm. Wish you nothing but the best and much success. Mm-hmm. Be high, ready, yo, shout it. Princess, holla at y'all in a minute. Bye. Go.